do not worry because after this podcast episode, you're going to know how to transition your children with ease during the summertime. I'm going to share with you five, five things to transition your children from school activities, school mornings, school nights, school routine to summertime, summertime unstructured, summer, summertime morning routine, summertime bedtime routine, transitions that are expected yet, they're still transitions. So you leave it with ease, you leave it with peace, and you are able to enjoy your summertime with your children, even with a, with a busy schedule. My name is Marcela Collier. I'm the CEO and founder of HIC Parenting Education Agency. And in our agency, we are committed as HIC Parenting Coaches to help parents go from, I want to break my cycle. I've tried everything and nothing's working. The reels and the tic-tacs are not giving me the transformation to working directly with these parents, these parents. So they can understand themselves, understand their children, and respond with what they need, with what their specific family dynamic needs to thrive, to thrive doing parenting with understanding, gentle parenting. Okay, so let's talk about this topic. But before we go there, I want to invite you to a free class that we're going to have very, very soon. It is in Zoom. And then I'm going to share with you the five shifts to go from frustration from, I don't know why this gentle parenting is not clicking, if the execution is a struggle, to finding the roadmap, the way that has helped so many of our clients in HIC to break their cycle. Yes, we are going to share with you what our methodology is, and this is a free class so if you want to register, all you have to do is to open the description of this podcast episode, or if you are on YouTube, open the description and then you can register as well. Okay, so what are those five things to transition our children from school routine to, wow, summertime has been kind of crazy because their, their, their routine is kind of off. And then now, like they're going to sleep at 10, at 10.30. And at, at first I was like, eh, yeah, they're on vacation. But then now I'm like, I don't want this to be the everyday thing. I don't want this to be the everyday thing that they wake up at this time. I want to keep a structure. So what are those things? That's what we're going to talk about. I'm Rachel. And I'm Marcela. And you're listening to the Parenting with Understanding podcast. We are parenting coaches who have helped millions of parents like you all over the world go from feeling isolated and hopeless, unable to break the cycle of permissive or punitive parenting, to feeling confident in parenthood and connected to their children's needs. It's important to understand that, believe it or not, our children's transition from school routine to summer routine is going to be messy. It is going to be messy because any transition in life, it requires a, a period where you are kind of find, finding, finding your groove, finding your routine. It's, it's messy for children and for parents. So now 
knowing that, the first thing that I want to tell you is to embrace imperfection. Yes, embrace imperfection because the tight schedule and routine that your children are used to when they were going to school, it's we need to redesign it and recreate it right now at summertime. And there is a transition period that is just going to look messy while we find that routine, that groove. So yes, your child is been in summer summer break for a few days now and then you you worry like the, this crazy unstructured routine going to bed at, at whatever time is still if it's going to be the norm it doesn't have to and that goes to the second thing that i want to share with you we can still create predictability and structure even during summer vacation during summer break, we can still create that predictability. And a really good way of doing that is by having a conversation with our children. Yes, I have seven-year-old twins and we sat them down and then we were talking, okay, so normally we go to bed at 7.30, we start the process. Um, You might not need to go to bed at 7.30 or maybe you, I mean, this is me. I'm telling you what I did. Maybe for you, 7.30 is still the time. But for me, it's like, okay, I could be flexible in that regard. And then we came up with the with the agreement that pushing it one half an, uh, half an hour, they start their routine at 8, and at 9, they fall asleep. Okay, it's doable for our family. So you have to see what the new normal could be for you with this new summer routine. It might not be my my timing. It might not be, like it, it will look differently according to your lifestyle, according to the ages of your children, according to if you are a morning person, or a night person, if, if you're on vacation, if you're not in vaca- on vacation, whatever it is, it's important to come in agreement on what those structure, what that structure is going to be. And even better if our children are part of that, of that decision. Because when we make them part of that decision, they're invested. So yes, we agree that we're not going to start the bedtime routine at 7.30. It could be at 8, sometimes 8.15, 8.30. If we have family members or we're on vacation, it's fine as long as we stick to that routine. Number three, using visual aids. That's a great way of starting, of transitioning children from the school routine to the summer routine. We are creating a new system. We are creating a new routine. So because it's new for everybody, children might not have it in their system yet. And they might still, you might see bedtime stalling, you might see bedtime tantrums. You might have to check if the expectation that uh, you had the agreement, let's just say the bedtime starts at 8 instead of 7.30, you are going to observe and see if that's really suitable for your children's needs. Because you may find that at 7.30, they're so tired or that on Wednesdays when they go to summer camp, we just have to start the routine at 7.30. So observe your children based on that um, 
I recommend visual aids. So we do that at home. And these are incredible, incredible parenting tools that we can use to help our children see what the steps are of their routine. It keeps them organized. It keeps us organized. They, they are encouraged because they see that they are checking off each box. Now, we are parenting with understanding parents. We don't use those schedules or those visual aids to bribe our children. If you don't do this, if you don't complete all the tasks, or if you don't do it on the right timing, then this bad is going to happen to you. Or if you do, you're going to get this reward. That's manipulative. We don't use visual aids to manipulate our children. We use it for them to learn what the steps are. So be careful with that. And that's a really great way of helping them understand and learn the new summer routine. Now, we, a lot of us parents who grew up with emotional lack, with emotional, uh, I'm saying like our parents didn't play with us, our, we didn't spend much time, much fun times with our parents, that they, they were all about working, making dinner, putting us in bed, and there was no, no joyful moments. For us, it's really hard to accept that our children don't have to be entertained 100% of the time. And we may fall into that, um, into a, the mistake of overscheduling our children's summer activities. And that's, that's a mistake that I found the hard way because summer break is supposed to be a break. It's supposed to, for them to catch their breath, to be kids, to spend time with family, to be together, to just do nothing at some, some times of the day, to just be. And then when we overschedule our kids, and then they go to summer cup in the morning and the afternoon, then we... And now they're going to swimming lessons, summer swimming lessons. And then in the night, they do something else because they need to be scheduled all day. They get to the first day of school tired. And that's that I've seen it from own experience making that mistake that I start getting reports from school. They're not attentive. They're, they're, not, uh, they're not on task. They, they don't want to be here. Like you can, you can see when a child goes back to school tired from summer break. So that just for you to keep in mind that scheduling some summer activities is healthy. I'm not saying not to do it. I signed up my kids, my twins for swimming lessons, over scheduling them to not have any any room to be kids to just be at home and enjoy their break that might be a concern because they're not going to rest and then they're going to get to school tired to another hard school year so and five so that's number four five for you to make this summer vacation easier and for this transition to be easy i encourage you to embrace adaptability as the summer goes so we are in the beginning of the summer we kind of have some things planned out but it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be set on stone 
at least for me. If I see, if I see that swimming lessons is maybe, I don't know, uh, maybe they're coming from swimming lessons so tired that they are not, that they're just on the couch, not doing anything else the rest of the day because they're so tired because if the, the swimming lessons were outside and then the, the Phoenix sun is hard in the summertime, I'm going to start assessing and seeing, okay, I planned this and this and that and that. That doesn't mean that we have to do it because as who practice parenting with understanding, we observe our children. We observe ourselves. So let's just say, suppose, suppose that uh, going to swimming lessons is just putting a really heavy burden on me and I'm getting very stressed out and anxious. That might be something that I want to revisit. I want to keep them in summer lessons for the rest of the summer. If the answer is yes, so how can I make this more relaxed for me? Can I ask, mm, I don't know, can I ask my husband to to team up with me and then he does it sometimes and I do it other times? Or can we change the time that they go? Or can I have lunch ready for that day so I don't have to worry when I come back to start fixing lunch? So adapting, adapting as we go is observing observing our needs, observing our children's needs, and meeting our children's needs and our own needs. That's parenting with understanding. And that's what creates peace. That's what creates relaxation and not to live on edge all summer. And then we get to the school season tired, tired of dealing with summer. So if this podcast episode helped you, leave us a review. Let us know how it has helped you. If you're in YouTube, type in the comments. Out of these five things that you learned today, what is something that stood out for you? And if you have not registered for our class, to start going from frustration this gentle parenting is hard. I don't know how to break my cycle. I want to break my cycle of this res- uh, the disrespect I grew up in, but I don't know how to apply it. The execution is hard. I have a child zero to 18 and I want to do things differently. Register for the class. Open the description of this podcast episode or this YouTube video and register for this class. And remember, it only takes understanding to break your cycle to transform your parenting. I'll see you next time.